the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Now, it's Real Life Lending with your host, financial services expert, Eric Ilofsky-McKay. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Real Life Lending. We are your Northern California show for what's new and true in mortgage, finance, and real estate. Going on our fourth year, three affiliates throughout Northern California, and we want to thank all of you for making that possible. A little bit about myself. I've been in the corporate finance and lending industry for about 27 years currently the Northern California Area Manager for Essex Mortgage, and I run the beautiful Loan Center in Folsom, California. Uh, but the best part of my job is sitting across the table from uh, listeners like yourself, getting them either into their first home, their second home, maybe their first commercial property, and that's what I do. Uh, a little bit about Essex Mortgage. Uh, we've been in business 30 years. We fund about a billion dollars a year in residential real estate. doesn't make us a big box bank. We're thankful for that every day. We are a direct lender, meaning we make all lending decisions in-house, which allows us to maybe use a little bit more common sense than some other lenders. Uh, we offer VA, conventional, jumbo, USDA, just about the full gamut. Uh, so this show was created about four years ago just because of my sheer frustration about what I was hearing in the national media about our industry, how difficult it was to get a mortgage, uh, how you needed uh, 800 FICO score and 30% down. And the whole industry was in flux back in 2010 during the downturn. And it seemed that the lenders and the banks got all the heat. Uh, and regardless of how you feel about that, this place was zero was actually created for you, the consumer, to actually get the truth about guidelines, what you can do, what you can't do. And being a bank, we offer a few different um, ways to actually help you be an educated buyer. And I think that's one of the main thing that I instill in all of our employees is that we are not salespeople. We are educators. Our job is to explain to you what's available based on your financial situation, not the banks or not somebody, your mother's brother's sister who had their real estate license and almost closed a transaction in 1993. How many of us know somebody like that? That there's a lot of advice out there. There's a lot of misinformation out there. So this play, this show is all about you, the consumer, and we have a lot of ways to get a hold of us. If you want to get uh, to the show and get, come on air and ask me a question, it's 925-203-5808, 925-203-5808. You can also text to that number as well, uh, or you can visit our website, reallifelending.com. Again, reallifelending.com. You can shoot me an email, maybe about a show topic, something you've heard or haven't heard, and maybe you'd like me to address. And one of the things that we offer all of our listeners, if you're in the middle of a purchase or refinance transaction, uh, we are here to help. Uh, this is probably one of the largest transactions most people do in their life, either purchase a house. And it's always better to get a second opinion. We're going to review any documentation that you've got from your current lender. And we're going to tell you uh, whether it's it's a decent deal or not. And I'll be honest with you, folks, most deals are good. They're, they're, they're market. They're, they're in the range. Uh, but there are a few that maybe we can find out a little bit better loan structure for you. And it's something we do free of charge. It doesn't cost anything. And if nothing else, I get to meet a listener to the show. So, again, visit reallifelending.com and shoot me any information that you can. 
Uh, a little later today in the show, we have uh, our special guest, those of you that have long-time listeners, Julie Colangelo, who is our director of Reverse Mortgage, is actually going to come on, and we're going to talk about reverse mortgages. And either yourself or maybe a parent or a grandparent that may be considering one, we're going to talk about the, the truth and the myths about reverse mortgages. kind of been a product that's been in transition over the last years or so, and it's turned out to becoming more and more used by uh, financial educators as well as financial planners and estate planning. Uh, professionals. So listen up uh, for Julie. But uh, right now, you know, everything is is about the election, what's going on with rates, the markets. And those of you that have listened for a while understand that I hate to talk about interest rates. However, uh, as you know, after the election, rates trended upward. Economy got stronger. Dow and stock market has been doing better than ever. Consumer confidence is way up. And in that case, people take money out of the bond market and they put it in the stock market. And the bond market has to offer higher rates of return, driving long-term interest rates or mortgage rates in the back securities up. So we've seen, uh, since the election, uh, two or three weeks of just increases. You'll see some advertising and I've heard some media outlets say that... Uh, one of the headlines was rates climb or, or drop in the last week faster than since Brexit, Brexit when the Britain decided to leave the uh, their European Union. Don't let that be misleading. We've had a couple good days. I, I think that we are going to stabilize our market. Uh, here's the thing is I think it's almost a guarantee that the Fed's going to raise their short-term lending rate in December. I also think that the market already has that built in. But remember, folks, what happens? That's short-term that's, that's, that's short debt. That's your HELOC, your auto loans, maybe your credit card. Your prime rate is going to affect those short-term obligations. What happened the last time when the Fed raised their short-term interest rate lending uh, rate? Mortgage rates went down. Uh, it's, they're not correlated. They're different. So I'm predicting maybe mortgage rates are going to continue to get a little bit better throughout December. Uh, I don't think we're going to see the all-time lows that we have. I think it's a, we have a call to action. We have the stabilization of our home prices in all of our accounts, whether you're listening in the Sacramento area or listening in the Bay Area. Home prices have stabilized. We've actually seen a drop in some markets, even with our low inventory numbers. So listen, folks, there's a call to action. And here at Essex Mortgage, we offer a fully underwritten pre-approval to educate you to become a strong, educated buyer. We're not just going to send a pre-approval out. We're actually going to take your information, get it in front of an underwriter, do a fully underwritten file as if you were already in contract, and then issue you a certificate signed by an underwriter and a pre-approval letter. You're going to know what your payment's going to be. You're going to know what your price range is going to be. You're going to know what your payment comfort is going to be. You're going to know how much money out of pocket you're going to come out with. You're going to know how much down payment assistance programs we qualify for. So we're going to make you give you the power of education to help you make the right decisions. Um, so rates are trending down this week. I think that's a good thing. I think we're going to see a continual stabilization in December after the Fed rates. But you know what? It's it's If I had a crystal ball, I'd be sitting on a beach somewhere. Hey, you know what? Uh, today, as I mentioned, we're going to talk about reverse mortgages. And Julie Colangelo who is our trainer, director, in-house guru on reverse mortgages, is our guest today. Hi, Julie. Are you there? I am. Hello, Eric. Welcome back to the show. How have you been? Wonderful. Had a wonderful holiday and um, 
just meeting new people every day, talking to everyone about the program. Remind everybody who you are and what you do uh, here at Essex Mortgage. Okay. Well, um, my name is Julie Colangelo, and I am the director of reverse, reverse mortgage for the company. Um, I do a lot of training, not only of our in-house loan officers, but I train realtors. Um, and um, I work with uh, the Builder Association and things of that nature. But I have been in mortgage since uh, 1984. Wow. So... You know, reverse mortgage, everybody has seemed to be, you know, there's there's so many definitions, and I think that people have either heard great things or bad things. And I know this is a product that's gone in transition, so why don't you explain to our listeners exactly what is a reverse mortgage and how does it work? Well, um, I like to say a mortgage is a mortgage. Um, I'm going to use the, co- the term forward mortgage for the conventional loans that most people have sure. on their homes. Your home isn't liquid, and uh, it is an asset, but in order to make it liquid to get cash out of it, you have to get a loan. And the bank lends money. They hold your home as collateral until the loan is repaid. Same thing with the reverse mortgage. You use the home as collateral to take equity out of it. You do so again, it's just a lien on title. We've got we've got a little background noise from you uh, there. So again, so it, it's just like a lien on title. Forward mortgages, you're you're lending the money. There's a lien holder on title. Reverse mortgage, same thing. Mm-hmm. The difference is right. Well, there's no monthly mortgage payment. You pay the loan off um, when you sell the home, or when you die and thereby leaving the home. With a forward mortgage, you're on a you pay it off normally in a thirty year time period, and you pay it off you pay, make a payment monthly. So it's basically the term for it is a home equity conversion loan. So it's it's basically a way for you to, and it's becoming more and more popular, right, for financial planners. Oh, absolutely! Now that they understand how the loan works and uh, realize that it, it's not just a loan of last resort. And especially because people are living much longer and they're outliving their assets, they're now looking towards home equity um, as the fourth bucket of money in retirement planning. So, again, one of the things I think that people kind of think about is, okay, I don't have to make a mortgage payment anymore, but that's just one particular piece of a reverse mortgage. There's a lot of ways to utilize the equity in your home. And I think that um, you know we should maybe touch the base on some of the ways because obviously things about it, people think that all right I stop I don't have to make a mortgage I know there's some myths that we're going to talk about a little later but the first thing is mm-hmm. there's so many ways you, you you can still make a mortgage payment with a reverse mortgage correct absolutely um, I'll tell you there's there's um, I can give you a couple of quick examples one is somebody you know has a mortgage payment of a thousand dollars a month but they really only need or $600 more just so they're not struggling. And they don't want to eat all their equity up. They want to either, you know, they may sell the home later and want to keep as much equity intact, or they're very concerned about leaving something for their heirs. So I've had some clients that um, pay the interest only on the mortgage. Um, So that's a case where somebody needs a little more income. It could be a case of somebody that owns his own business and there's cash flow problems, and sometimes he can't make the payment. 
But if he had a conventional forward mortgage and, you know, he didn't make a payment for a month or two, he'd be in jeopardy, but not with the reverse mortgage. It gives him a chance to catch back up when the cash flow is doing well. Um, the other so, thing I mean, we, we've got oh, about 30 go seconds left. So, so one of the things I want to do when we get back from the break, Julie, I want to set some guidelines exactly on what it takes to qualify for a reverse mortgage, the ways to utilize the funds, maybe some some examples that we've used. Both you and I have helped some borrowers out recently. But one that I think I think mm-hmm. is really important that, to get into uh, after the break is to talk about some of the different myths out there and how it really is important to get family members and heirs involved so everybody makes the right decision. Uh, Julie, hang on the line. Folks, you're listening to Real Life Lending. We're going to be right back after this. If you have any questions, give us a call, 925-203-5808. We'll be right back after this. It's Real Life Lending with financial services expert, Eric Ilofsky-McKay. All right, everybody. Welcome back to Real Life Lending. My name is Eric McKay. Today, we're have a special guest, Julie Colangelo. We're talking about reverse mortgage. And uh, before the break, we were kind of going through some of the ways it's it, it's utilized as everybody thinks of it as not actually having to make a payment on a mortgage. But there's so many other options. And I know Julie's going to get into some of the scenarios of people she's actually helped. But I kind of want to remind everybody out there that, and, and Julie can comment on this as well, is that this the reverse mortgages now are actually regulated by HUD the same uh, agency that actually regulates FHA loans. So it's very consumer-friendly. Correct, Julie? Oh, very. Changed quite a bit in the last 15 years. And that's the hurdle that, that, that the industry has right now. It was definitely a different product when it first came out. It didn't cover both spouses. And that's one of the things I think that people really need to know that it's going to cover everybody. And, and some of the myths that I think are out there have really been put to bed and that the product's kind of evolved into a very useful tool for that's part of estate planning and can really people utilize that as extra income or help with their utilization of cash during their retirement years. I know, Julie, you you often make a comment that nobody should have a mortgage when they're retired. No, that's what, you know, uh, Robert Merton, a famed Nobel Prize winning economist, we're not meant to retire with the mortgage payment. Sure. And I know that some of the, some of the, go ahead. Please go ahead. Oh, I was, yeah, I mean, some of the things that I think we've overcome, and I, again, the product has evolved into something that's a very useful tool, and it's very consumer-friendly. It's regulated by HUD, and but there are some myths out there, and I think the biggest myth that you kind of, we kind of talked about a little bit in the beginning is that the, the bank takes title, my home, to title to my house. That's, that's not really true, is it? Nope, that never happens. The borrower always remains on title like any other mortgage loan. So it's just like a normal lender on a, on a regular mortgage, except it, it, it's, it's just a lien on title along with you as a lien holder. You retain title of the property. So that's myth number one. Um, next mm-hmm. myth is I think that I, I often hear is that the, the bank receives part of my equity uh, left when the loan is repaid. That happened many years ago for proprietary reverse mortgages. In 1989, when President Reagan signed into law the home equity conversion mortgage, which is insured by the government, that uh, that was in 1989, no longer happens. Um, uh, yeah, that was a big catalyst to a lot of people that needed this loan but didn't want to lose out on their equity. Sure. And one of the biggest things that I, I like to get, you know, all of the family involved in and the biggest misconception out there is that the children, children will lose their inheritance. Not really the case. Well, you know, that's, 
Yeah, that depends. Every scenario is different. Um, sure. Some people, uh, you know, have a large mortgage they need to pay off. And uh, if they live in an area where home prices don't increase quickly, that could happen. Um, in other cases, um, you know, there's still equity left for the heirs. And we show an amortization table that goes out to 100 years old. And, you know, you have to remember your value is increasing over the year, over the years. And so there should be plenty of equity left over for the um, heirs in most situations. Right. You know, unless we're in a drastic downturn like we were, you got to remember you're paying a a mortgage rate on the, on the, it's basically a loan. You're just not making payments. And so instead of decreasing, amortizing your loan down, it's actually your loan balance Mm -hmm. is increasing based on interest each month. So, and one of the things I think is important to remember is that, that hopefully that home is appreciating during that time as well. And I think over the average, even with the downturn, you know, we're, I saw an article this, this last week, we're back to where we were prior to a recession. So, I mean, again, I think it's really important to get family members involved to make sure they understand exactly what their parents or grandparents are actually signing up for. Well, I will make a statement on that. Every borrower is different. I find that a lot of people, especially when they're when they're older, keep their finances very close to the vest, and they don't want their children to know what they're doing. Um, sometimes they want their children involved, and sometimes they don't. So it's it's really up to the borrower. But I have to tell you, this is a very compliant product, and there's so many protections for the consumer. And the information that we give them to make an informed decision um, is is just top notch. It's it's one of the better loan programs out there as far as uh, educating the borrower so they can make an informed decision whether they're absolutely there or not. And we're going to take them through uh, the process uh, a little bit later in the show after the break. But one of the things I want to note is loan proceeds from a a a HECM or a reverse mortgage are are considered loan proceeds and therefore not taxable, correct? Yes, correct. And this is why financial planners love this product. Because if you think okay. about it, if you start taking disbursements out of your pension, you're going to get taxed on it. Absolutely. All right, folks, we're coming up on our break at the half. When we come back, we're going to talk about uh, how to qualify for a reverse mortgage. We're going to talk about the different ways to utilize a reverse mortgage. A reverse mortgage can even be used to purchase your next home. All right, folks, when we come back, uh, you're listening to Real Life Lending. My name's Eric McKay. We'll be right back after this. It's Real Life Lending with financial services expert, Eric Ilofsky McKay. All right, folks, welcome back to Real Life Lending. My name's Eric McKay. And today we have special guest, Julie Colangelo, and we're kind of dispelling some of the myths about reverse mortgage. It's becoming a really transitional product that is, is very helpful to 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 uh, seniors as well as those maybe thinking about planning for retirement because there's a lot of ways to utilize a reverse mortgage. And I know that uh, before the break we were going through some of the myths. And, you know, I, I think that uh, it, it's great. You mentioned great. Some, sometimes people love to share that information with their heirs. Sometimes they don't. And I think that's note taken. Mm-hmm. Uh, Julie, I know you work with a lot of people. And, and, and one of the, this is probably one of the biggest shows we get a lot of calls. And I'm sure tomorrow I'll get a lot of calls from listeners out there. But what, give us some examples of some people that you've actually helped on this product. Well, um, I've done two divorces just in the last couple of uh, months. 
And it's it's amazing um, the ages that people are getting divorced, you know, so much later in life now. But sometimes one spouse wants to keep the home and the other one says, sell it, let's put the proceeds. So I had a gentleman do a uh, reverse mortgage. He did a, um, a, we used the court order showing that the wife was due this much equity. And uh, we did the reverse mortgage. We paid paid her her share. And the gentleman got to stay in his home. And he continues to make mortgage payments because he wants to uh, leave the equity in the home to his heirs. And he can afford it, um, but he couldn't qualify for a traditional mortgage. He had to go with the reverse mortgage. But, you know, his wife, his ex got her share. He gets to stay in the house. He has enough money to continue making a mortgage payment because that's what he wants to do. But if he wants to go on vacation, you know, a couple months, he'll do it and not have to make a mortgage payment. It's up to him whether he wants to pay one every month or pay it once a year. It's a very, very flexible program. Yeah, and I think I've got a great example too. I've got, a, I've got, I've, I've helped a woman that uh, recently lost her spouse, uh, and therefore they, uh, his pension got cut in half. So she was making a two thousand dollar a month mortgage payment. She, we moved her to a reverse mortgage. She doesn't have to make any, but she, like you mentioned, she still wants to retain the equity. And probably she was making an interest only payment of about a thousand dollars a month. So she retained the equity in her house, but still was able to stay in the home. And I think that's one of the utilizations of a reverse mortgage because. Yes, you don't have to make a payment. But there's also sometimes a line of credit in addition to that, correct? Yes. Depending how much equity you have in your your property, say you own the home free and clear. If you want, you can take monthly equity payments. Um, They can be for the life of the loan. Um, We'll do a calculation for the client. Or you can say, you know what, I I have something going on. I need $5,000 a month, but I only need it for the next three years. And then my regular income, you know, will handle everything. So we can do it that way. Um, Sometimes people just put a line of credit in because for emergencies, um, you know, they're getting older and uh, they just want that peace of mind. And the one thing about a reverse mortgage line of credit opposed to a regular HELOC, a home equity line of credit, it can never be canceled, it can never be reduced, it can never be frozen. Unless, of course, you don't pay your property taxes and insurance. But any mortgage company, any mortgage will do that, no matter what kind of mortgage. But, and I know next segment we're going to yeah. talk about what it takes to qualify and, and the, the parameters on a reverse mortgage. But, again, I just want to just remind folks exactly and clarify what Julie's saying is that there's a lot of ways to utilize the equity in your house. Uh, you don't have to make a payment. You can make a payment. You can make a smaller payment. You can make a larger payment. But you also have the flexibility of access to cash. And I think that, uh, and, and we're going to talk about it a little later, is that you can use a reverse mortgage for a purchase, which people say, crash their head and say, huh. And in fact, I had a great story of a woman in, in the Bay Area, bought her house for $78,000 back in 1983. Uh, now worth almost $2 million, wants to move up to uh, El Dorado County uh, to be with her children and grandchildren, taking advantage of Prop 90, which allows her to take her tax base on her $78,000 house, Prop 13 tax base, to buy a half a million dollar house up in El Dorado County. And she, she puts her required minimum down and never going to make a payment on her new property, uh, including taking her property 
uh, tax from her $78,000 house. And we'll clarify that a little bit better after the break. Julie, stick around. We're going to talk about how you qualify for a reverse mortgage right after this. It's Real Life Lending with financial services expert, Eric Ilofsky-McKay. All right, folks, welcome back to Real Life Lending. Thank you for being such great listeners. We've got some text questions coming in, and we'll get to those a little later. Today, we have Julie Colangelo. She's our director of reverse mortgage here at Essex Mortgage. We've talked about reverse mortgages, some examples of how to use it. But right now, how do you qualify for a reverse mortgage, Julie? Well, one of the borrowers, if you're married, one of the borrowers must be at least 62 years old. Okay, um, your property needs to have about 50% equity to take advantage of the program to the fullest, although it's not necessary, and uh, that's not normally the case. Um, the actual loan amount depends on the age of the borrower and the interest rate. So at the younger age, you're going to get about 50% of your equity. The older you are, you can get a little bit more, 60 and 70%. There's a very limited income and credit review. We don't go by FICO score. We don't go by debt-to-income ratio. We go by residual income. For a single person in California, it's $589 after you pay your property taxes, insurance, and your utilities. That's it. That's all we look at, except for consumer credit. If you do have consumer credit payments, those are thrown into the mix as well. I find a lot of people don't have a lot of debt once they get older. Um, And you have to maintain the property in good condition, pay your property taxes and homeowner's insurance and HOA fees if applicable. And the last thing is is third-party independent counseling. Um, It can be done over the phone, and uh, it's uh, just a third person to make sure that the loan officer that you used for the reverse mortgage gave you all of the proper, correct compliant information. Right. And and I want to remind everybody, it has to be a primary residence. So you have to be living in the home. Is it a a percentage of the year or is it full-time? Well, um, you can be gone uh, for six months out of the year, say if you have another home in another country or another state. Um, If you go into a skilled nursing facility, um, you can be there for exactly 12 months. Um, it can't be 12 okay. months in one day. If it's 12 months in one day, they assume that you're not coming back to the property and uh, the loan would be due at that time. And one of the things, as Lisa, you mentioned earlier, one of the spouses have to be, has to be at least 62 years of age. Now, if the other one is mm-hmm. younger, under the qualifying age, the, the reverse mortgage will still cover not only the primary borrower's life, also the spouse's wife, who's called as a non-borrowing spouse is the correct terminology, correct? Yes, that is correct. Now, remember, if the non-borrowing spouse is much younger than the uh, 62-year-old, the loan amount's going to be based on her age because if, if the older spouse dies first, we want to make sure there's enough equity left in the property um, that when it comes time to sell the property or the, the second spouse dies and there's enough equity left in the property to pay the loan off. And that is a, a, a point that we should talk about, the non-recourse feature of this loan. Mm-hmm. And that, that basically means that you don't have to pay it back. If you live to 140 years old and, you've, and, and you haven't made a payment, the bank's the, takes the one that takes all the risk, correct? 
Yes, well, that's why you, and the only reason banks will do these type of loans is because of the FHA insurance. Um, there right. is FHA insurance on this. There's an upfront fee and there's a monthly fee, but it's worth it. Otherwise, lenders would not do this loan, and a lot of people that don't have large pensions would not be able to access this money. Absolutely. But so it's indemnified, just like an FHA loan, just with upfront mortgage mm-hmm. insurance premium, as well, and well as uh, are they are they actually incurring a charge monthly as well? Well, it's all folded into the loan, so it just to the loan, adds correct. to the loan balance. But I want to be very hey, Julie, clear here: the FHA. Sure. Mm-hmm. Sure. The go ahead. Mortgage insurance. The mortgage insurance does not protect the borrower; it protects the lender. The loan documents, it's written right in the loan documents and in the note that this is a non-recourse loan. So if your property is upside down when you die or go to sell it, you'll only be responsible to pay back the current value of the property. So in other words, if the property value is four hundred and you owe $500,000, they are not going to come after you for that $100,000. It's a true non-recourse loan. So your heirs can buy that property back for, uh, for market value, not what's owed on the loan balance. Yeah, actually, it's 95% of market value. 95%. Pretty good. Correct. I got a, a text question from Sal. He's asking, can I add a borrower to a reverse mortgage? An existing reverse mortgage? I'm, exu- no, I'm assuming no, because it has to be a spouse, correct? Um, no. It would have to be. It would have to be. It would have. You can't add anybody on title. Okay. That's a good that's a good question. Thanks, Sal. I appreciate that. Um, so 62 years of age. Now, now let's talk about the, the loan-to-value requirements. It varies by age, correct? Yes. So the, the older you are, the less... Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. At the youngest age of 62, you're looking at about a 50% uh, loan-to-value or access to 50% of the equity. The older you go, the older you are, uh, you can access more. But it's again, it's a it's a calculation ba- based on life expectancy, the value of the property, uh, the age you are at the time, and uh, uh, the loan amount. Right. If you're paying, so Julia, we, uh, an exist. We we we've got uh, a few a few seconds before the break. Any final thoughts on what people really need to look at, or do you want to hit this now or after the break? Because I think it's important to wrap this up and just remind everybody some of the key points. I tell you what, let's take a break now, and we come back. We're going to finish up and kind of kind of go over exactly what we discussed on a reverse mortgage. We're going to tell you how to get a hold of me to actually start the process. We're going to tell you what the process involves, and we're going to be right back after this. You're listening to Real Life Lending. It's Real Life Lending with financial services expert. Eric Ilofsky McKay. Hey, folks, you're listening to Real Life Lending. Uh, my name's Eric McKay. I'm here with Julie Colangelo. She's our director of reverse mortgage. Julie, one of the things I want to wrap up here in the next couple of minutes is that, you know, obviously we touched on a lot of information tonight. And if you, anybody has any questions, jump on our website and give me a ring. But, Julie, just in a nutshell, what's the benefits of a reverse mortgage? Well, you know, it really depends on each person, each individual. Um, what their story is. Um, We're human beings and, and, you know, things happen in our life. And uh, there's, I think it's a phenomenal product. Um, I looked at it for my mother when she was 60 years old and she didn't quite qualify. And she ended up dying two months later. And that was 17 years ago. So 
I, I feel that comfortable putting my own family into this product. And if it's done properly, it's a great product. Like any financial product, it needs to be planned around your scenario, what you need. And a lot of questions need to be asked before you figure out really how you want to do this loan. Um, I just, and it's very I regulated, like we talked about earlier. And I think the one of the things that there's 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 certain steps to have to be made as you as the consumer. You have to go through a HUD class that can be done on, on the phone. You have to educate yourself mm-hmm. before, during this process, before, during, and after this process. And I think that's one of the benefits. And the actual being an educator working for Essex Mortgage is really important. Um, Julie, thank you so much for being part of the show. It's always my pleasure. Eric, thank you for having me, and thank you for what you do. You give a lot of great information that most uh, consumers never hear about. Excellent. Well, again, thank you again. We'll, I'm sure we'll get a lot of calls. We'll talk soon. Have a great evening. Okay. You too. Bye-bye. All right, folks, again, if you have any questions on reverse mortgage, jump on my website, reallifelending.com, and contact me directly and work with me directly. Right now we have Jessica Couch been on hold. I'm sure she's got some properties for us. Hi, Jessica. Welcome back to the show. Oh, good evening. How are you? I'm doing well. What's going on on the real estate side this week? Well, I, I can tell you we got a caller this week that I showed a lot of fourplexes to, some good inventory out there, and I have just two for you this evening that um, that meet our mark with a 7% cap rate and an 8% cap rate that I'll share with you tonight. All right, let's go. we got two minutes. Okay. Um, we have six in Marysville. It's a four unit and it gives us an 8% cap rate, uh, four units completely rented. And we have a brand new listing in Oakmont Street in Sacramento listed for 465000 That gives us a 7.2% cap rate. I should mention the property in, on 6th Street, 249 is the list price and it gives you an 8% cap rate. So awesome. if you'd like to see that property or others with a good cap rate, uh, 916-532-8916. What else you got for us? That's it for tonight. I only have two. I, they, I, <laughs> I know you're out showing property. The others is we uh, look through all of the uh, the many options. Most of them we were able to rule out for one reason or another. So uh, here, here's two that um, they're brand new to the market, and I think it's going to make somebody a, a good multi-unit. And I know you were out showing property this weekend to one of our listeners from the Bay Area, and I yeah. think that's just great. And I know you're getting ready to make some offers, so we'll have another success story here shortly. Uh, how does somebody yeah, get a hold of you one more that. time? At 916-532-8916. I would be happy to meet you on a, a weekend if that works for you and uh, show you as well property that we could get into contract on. All right, Jessica, thanks for being part of the show. We'll talk to you next week. Thank you very much. All right, thank you. All right. Have a good night. Bye-bye. All right, folks. I know you heard a lot today. If you have any questions, give me a call directly, 925-203-5808, 925-203-5808, or visit reallifelending.com. We'll be back next week. Talk to you then. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. 
The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.